If you are not visible, someone else will be. If you are not putting yourself out there, if you are not present on the day that your ideal client decides they want to work with you, is it possible that they could choose somebody else? It is. It absolutely is possible that they could choose somebody else. Because when you see things from a buyer's perspective, on the day that we want something, we take action. And if you're not there, they cannot take that action with you. This is the Building Online Sales Success Podcast, helping you to build, market and sell your offers online. I'm Rachel Howarth, and I'll be sharing the strategies that are allowing me and my clients to create online success without using the icky, awkward tactics that you have been trying to avoid. Sales can be easy, not sleazy. And in this show, you'll get to see behind the curtain and discover the sales secrets that will create the impact, income and freedom that you've been dreaming of. It's time to stop doubting yourself and start creating the business that you truly deserve. Do you ever get to the end of a day and you think, I should have put myself out more there today. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Do you ever think that? Do you ever hold yourself back? Maybe you're hiding behind a laptop. Maybe you're busy being busy. Maybe you're getting drawn into designing Canva templates or working on slide decks. But actually what you really want to be doing is growing your audience through engagement and visibility. Today's episode is all about how to get fiercely visible. Not just visible, we're getting fiercely visible visible. We're going to get out of our own way. I'm going to give you some tips and some strategies in this episode to really move forward in your business and get the exposure of your brand and your incredible expertise out there to the people who need it the most. So first of all, let me define what do I mean by fiercely visible? I mean visible without the doubt, without the worry without the analysis paralysis that it's so easy for us to get drawn into, without imposter syndrome, without perfectionism, all of those little mindset blocks that we have, all of those little things that stop us, that get in our way. And they keep us, they keep us stationary. They keep us stuck, busy being busy. But actually what's going to turn the dial the most in our business is being visible by people in our audience knowing who we are, what we do, why we do it, and most importantly, how what we do is going to help them. So it's important to get our message out there, but I know that one of the things that you guys tell me frequently that you worry about is you don't want to be annoying. You don't want to post so often that your audience become irritated, become overstimulated or just bored of your content. But let me tell you this, you are the only one who knows how often you post. You are the only one who knows what you post. It's only you that knows what you've scheduled, what you've posted, how many live videos you've done, how many stories you've done. It's only you that knows that. Now, I want to take that principle one step further with you because you probably do realize that the people in your audience don't all see every single post that you put out there. 
But I want to take that one step further. Think about an algorithm. Think about what an algorithm is. An algorithm is a set of statements, of if-then statements. If this happens, then do this. If person A engages with this post, then show them more posts from that person. If person B watches person C's stories, show them more of the stories. So we educate the algorithm. So think about this. If somebody is seeing a lot of your posts, if every time you post, somebody is getting your post in their feed, they are being told on Instagram that your story is now live, they are seeing your content It's only because they have educated the algorithm that they want to. So you're not going to irritate those people. You're not going to overstimulate those people because they've educated the algorithm that they want to see your posts. Now, that is a good thing. If they've they've educated the algorithm to show them your posts, it's because they're interested in you. It's because they like you. It's because they appreciate the message that you're sharing, the things that you are talking about in your posts. So that is a good thing. So you're never going to irritate those people. Now, the other thing I want you to think about, and I know that you've probably worried about this because I have too, unfollows, unsubscribes, the people that leave your community, the people that leave your audience. You must never worry about that because they were never going to be clients anyway. If somebody is going to see one too many emails from you or one too many posts from you, they were never going to be your client anyway. So don't worry about them. Worry about the people that stay. Worry about the people that do want to be there, that do want to see your posts, that do want to engage with your IGTVs. Worry more about those people because those are the people that will one day be your client. It's not for us to decide what day they decide to enroll in your program, whether that's this week, this month, next month, next quarter. It really doesn't matter. It's not for us to decide when. They decide when they're ready. All we need to do is be there when they're ready. So ask yourself this, what would happen if the person that's been in your audience for three, four, five, six weeks suddenly realizes through the content that you've been sharing that the time is now, that their problem is urgent, that their need is great enough that it has now become an investable problem for them, that they're ready to move forward. What happens if on the day that they decide that you don't post, you don't show up? The fact of the matter is somebody else will win that client. So by not being visible, you are holding yourself back, but you are also depriving your audience of services that they want and need. Okay, so try to remember it's not just about social media and setting enough posts to go out on a scheduling system to tick a box to be there. It's not about that. It's about people. It's about connection. It's about serving. If you see your visibility as serving, then you will think about it in a different way. You will think about it rather than just being a set of posts that's due to go out on a certain time, on a certain day, You will think about it more as serving. You will think about it more as helping because that is what it is, okay? So there are things that we can do to get ourselves really in the right mindset for visibility, really in the right 
mood, you know, in the mood. So let me tell you what are the things that get me in the mood for being visible on social media. So the first thing is, and you guys have been asking me about this, you've been asking me about the lipstick that I wear. So I always wear the same colour orange lipstick. So whenever I go live, whenever I do a story, I always have this particular lipstick. I've got it here on the desk beside me. And you've been asking, where's it from? What colour is it? Um, I've just dropped it. (laughs) The colour is called Tropic Tonic. And it's a MAC lipstick. It's a fairly... um, It's not a shiny one. It's a fairly matte lipstick, but it's a lovely orange colour. It makes me feel like summer. And uh, the name is quite good. Tropic Tonic. It is my tonic. It's my tonic for going live. It's it just puts me in a good mood. So that's one of the things that I do to help me get visible. Another thing that I do to help me get visible, and you might laugh at this one because it's ridiculous, is I spray perfume. Now, most of the time I'm going visible, I'm getting visible in the online space. And so you can't smell me. (laughs) So why do I feel the need to spray perfume? Well, the truth is, it's not about really what I smell like. The truth is, it's about how I feel. I spray that perfume to make me feel good. Not because I want you to smell how good I smell, even though this is a great perfume. This is, um, Dot by Marc Jacobs that I've got here on my desk. It's really lovely. It's in a nice ladybird bottle. It's really, really pretty. It makes me feel good just to have the bottle beside me. And when I spray that, it just puts me again into that service mindset. I'm here for my audience. I'm here to show up. I've got my lipstick on. I've sprayed my perfume. I'm ready to show up for my audience. So um, yeah, you you might think that that's quite a strange Um, a set of uh, conditions that I create for me to be visible for my audience. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you think I'm crazy. It helps me. So my calling for you is what can you create? What conditions can you create to help you feel confident when you go live, when you do video, when you do stories? What conditions can you create? What little um, factors do you need to add to your to your business, to your desk, to the to the area, to the space that you work in to help you to feel good when you're getting more visible. So uh, yeah, I thought I'd share that with you. I know a few of you have been desperate to know what shade of lipstick that is. So the real meat of this episode is I wanted to share my epic framework with you. This is a framework that I teach in my group coaching program, my online sales confidence accelerator program. And it's four steps that really do encourage you to think strategically around how you can get more visible in your business. So the first part of the EPIC framework is the E, and that E stands for engagement. What can you do to create more engagement on your social media within your community? It's a complete myth that your visibility is linked to your follower count. It does not mean that you need 10K followers. You do not need the swipe up feature to be visible. You just need to be visible. And the best way to get visible is through engagement. So a couple of the things that you can do around engagement is you can go and find people in your niche, people who do what you do. It might be that they're an influencer in your niche. 
It might just be that there's somebody that you admire and respect. They might have a huge account. They might have a smaller account, but bigger than yours. Find some people like that and turn on the notifications for their account so that when they post, you can be the first one to head to their post, to read the post and to make a meaningful comment. Now, what I don't mean is drop a few emojis because that's not really going to help you. What you need to do is read their post, decide if this is a post that you can make a meaningful comment about, a genuine comment, and then make that genuine comment. What they might do is they might pin your comment to the top of the comment thread, which will mean that you'll get extra visibility because everybody else then goes to that post will see your comment. Of course, they will see your comment. They might reply to your comment. But if they are an influencer, if their account is bigger than yours, there's a very good chance that they will get more interaction with their post than you normally do. So by you posting on their post, you have the chance to be seen by other people in your niche, other people who follow this person that you have seen as an influencer or as somebody that you admire and respect. So ask yourself, who can you follow? Have you set the notification bell to on? Have you been to their posts? Can you read and engage with their content so that you get more visibility? That is something that you can absolutely do. And just remember, you know, follow account doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter if you lose followers. Just focus on the followers that you have. Just focus on those people that do want to be in your audience. The next part of the EPIC framework is partnerships. Think about partnerships that you can create where you can have a reciprocal arrangement where it's equally as beneficial for both parties. Now, a great example of this for me right now is a partnership that I've created with Enterprise Nation. They are an organisation here in the UK that supports entrepreneurs around the whole of the UK. Now, they approached me and asked me if I would partner with them on a sales series that we was being sponsored by Salesforce, the CRM company. Now, Salesforce are a global you know, leader in the CRM space. So their brand name really got my attention. When I looked at Enterprise Nation, I thought, yeah, that they look like a great company for me to be associated with. And they asked me to be one of their preferred trainers to help train and coach in the area of sales. And of course, that's what I do. I've done that for 25 years. So it was an immediate good fit. I said, yes, of course, I will help you. And so I've now been running some webinars and some masterclasses for them where their audience get educated with my content, with me delivering it. And what happens for me off the back of that is I get to leverage their audience. I grow my connections. I grow my connections on LinkedIn, on Instagram and on Facebook. I've had some amazing success from some of the masterclasses that I've delivered for them. And it is a great example of a partnership that really, really works. So I invite you to think about what are the partnerships that you could create in your niche, in your space? Are there people or organizations right now that you could align yourself with that would help to position you as a credible expert? Which leads me nicely into the I of EPIC, because the I of EPIC stands for industry, positioning you as an industry expert. How can you become more visible, more credible in your industry? Is that about creating content, writing blogs, doing more videos, 
writing articles get, that get hosted on an industry platform, maybe in an industry magazine or a newspaper? You know, can you be interviewed on a radio station or even better, are you destined for TV stardom? How can you be seen as that expert in your industry? Well, the first thing that you need to have to be seen as an industry expert is an opinion. You need to be seen as a thought leader. Now, thought leader for me is one of those terms that kind of gets me on my soapbox a little bit. And I always promised in this podcast that I would be transparent about the real truth, the real goings on in the online space. And thought leader is one of the things which kind of triggers me a little bit because you can't call yourself a thought leader. I don't believe that we can get to a certain point on our journey and decide that we are a thought leader. We can only be given that label by somebody else, somebody else who appreciates our thoughts and sees them as leadership thoughts. Now, the only way that you can have leadership thoughts and to be seen as an as a, um, inspirational figure on a particular topic is to come down on one side or other of the fence. You've probably, some of you at least, will have heard me say before, those who sit on the fence get splinters. And I don't want splinters. So you've got to come down on one side of the fence or the other. You cannot be afraid of polarizing your audience. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be afraid of having an opinion that is, you know, a bit different to other people, more diverse maybe than, than other people. What What's worse is you writing an article or a blog that gives a very balanced view of point A and point B and then kind of fluffs around the detail a little bit, pretty much agreeing with point A and point B and not ever really giving an opinion. The best way to be seen as an expert is to have an opinion. So think about what are your opinions? What do you stand for? What do you want to be known for? How do you want people to introduce you? So imagine, imagine you are destined for TV stardom. Imagine you are sat on a chat show sofa and somebody is introducing you to that particular, you know, episode of the of the program that you're on. Maybe you've got your own documentary, you know, like let's really dream big. How do you want them to introduce you? Do you want them to introduce you as somebody who talks about a certain topic? Or do you want them to introduce you as somebody who pioneers a certain opinion or is innovative in their approach or who fights for a certain mission or, you know, is fighting a particular fight, dreaming a particular dream? You don't want to be bland. Vanilla is boring. So think about what do you stand for and how can you be seen as that expert in your industry? Okay, that will help you to get more visible. You will be known for something then. Okay, and the final part of the EPIC framework is the C. Now, sometimes I say the C is for connection. Sometimes that C is for conversation. But either way, that C is all about relationships. It's all about creating those conversations for you to, you know, create opportunity. Conversations lead to opportunity. Nobody is going to get on a bus and drive up to your front door and ask to work with you. It doesn't work like that. So, how can you create conversations that lead to opportunity? Because during those conversations, you build the know, like, and trust. 
We know because we've I've said this in a previous podcast, it takes between seven and 20 touch points for somebody to feel the level of connection, the level of trust that it takes for them to want to buy from you. And so it's conversation that moves that sales process, that customer journey, that trust. It's conversation that moves that forward. It's not creating Canva graphics. It's not writing blogs. It's not preparing for, you know, delivering a slide deck. It's conversation. So what usually people will ask once I make this point is, well, how many, Rachel, how many conversations do I need to have? Now, there's no rule of thumb with this. You know, you could do really well out of having three conversations a day, or you might be working in a niche where you need to have 50 conversations a day. However, I'm going to draw the line in a particular place because I have just told you how important it is to have an opinion. So here's mine, 10. I believe that if you have 10 conversations a day, 50 conversations a week, that is, I believe that that is enough to really stimulate and grow your business, to build your sales pipeline, to build your sales funnel. 10 conversations a day. Now, out of those 10 conversations a day, some people might turn into business besties, just online friends. Some people might take the information that you're sharing in that conversation and run away, never to be seen again. Other people might then want to delve deeper into your world. How do they maybe move from a conversation one day into one of your communities, into one of your funnels? Maybe they want to access one of your lead magnets. So how can you create those conversations? The definition for me of conversation in this instance is a two-way dialogue. It can't just be that you've sent 10 DMs that day and that that's conversation because it doesn't become a conversation until somebody replies. So a conversation is a meaningful discussion, a dialogue between two people. So if you are trying to really accelerate your business, you're trying to get a kickstart, you know, to really get things moving, have a minimum of 10 conversations a day. Now, they could be on mobile, they could be on a WhatsApp video call, they could be Facebook Messenger, um, you know, DM chats, they could be jumping on a Zoom and having a coffee together. They could be you meeting somebody, a face-to-face networking event. It really depends on your business. But try to set yourself a benchmark. Now, I set that at 10. I've tried and tested that. My clients have tried and tested that. And we know that if over time you do 10 a day, you will end up with sales over the line, people converted into your programs. Okay, so I'd love to hear how you get on with that. You know, if you're going to try that, let me know, because, you know, although this podcast sometimes feels very one way. I know that you're out there. And the reason I know that you're out there is because you talk to me and I love it when you talk to me. So I'd love to get some feedback from you on how implementing those 10 conversations a day is going to help you. So that's my epic framework. We've got E for engagement, P for partnerships, I for industry expert and C for conversation. I really hope that the EPIC framework has been something that you found both enlightening, but also useful enough that you're going to take it and you're going to implement it in your business. Because we can strategize and we can talk about marketing and growth as long as we like. But if we don't 
implement, nothing is going to change. My final thought for you today is this. If you are not visible, someone else will be. If you are not putting yourself out there, if you are not present on the day that your ideal client decides they want to work with you, is it possible that they could choose somebody else? It is. It absolutely is possible that they could choose somebody else. Because when you see things from a buyer's perspective, on the day that we want something, we take action. And if you're not there, they cannot take that action with you. So if you are not going to take some action from this podcast, if you're not going to think about how you can implement Epic, then you do stand to lose clients. You do stand to miss opportunities. Because if you aren't visible, somebody else will be. There will be somebody else in your niche that is there. So show up, show up, spray your perfume, put on your lipstick, do whatever it is that you need to do to get confident enough to be visible. I wish you all the very best with this visibility. And as ever, please let me know how you get on and I'll see you in the next episode. So that's it for today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If growing your business is a big priority right now and you'd like to get my feedback on how you could move forward with bigger and faster success, then take part in my free personal assessment. It's called Next Best Opportunity and I get back to you within three days of you answering 20 questions about your business and goals and I give you my tailored feedback. If that sounds like something that you would like to do, then just click the link below in the show notes or head over to my Instagram and have a chat with me in the DMs over there. 